All right, so here's a retail concept pitch you don't hear every day. It's a pop-up, traveling, interactive art installation with candy art galleries, uh, flying unicorn pigs, a marshmallow tsunami swimming pool. Well, it's not just a fantasy, it is for real. It's an Instagram hotspot, and it's a utopia for candy lovers, and it's called Candytopia. On this episode, we've got John Goodman, CEO of Candytopia. Live from New York, it's Where We Buy. That's right, John, you're listening to Where We Buy, the show about the things we buy and the places we buy them. We're recording live at the Javits Center in Manhattan as a part of the ICSC New York deal-making conference. My name is James Cook. I research retail and real estate for JLL. And this is the show where we talk with retail experts and we visit shopping spots across the nation. John Goodman, CEO of Candytopia. Yesterday, you were so kind as to give us a personal tour of Candytopia, which is uh, currently across the street from Madison Square Garden in New York. I don't have the words, John, to describe what insanity you've created. Um, Maybe, what's the, like, just quickly describe for our audience what Candytopia is, how people interact with it. Candytopia is a magical place. Uh, It's a a one-of-a-kind for all ages, all demographics, and it's just a candy wonderland. Uh, We like to call ourselves almost a mini theme park. So we're kind of in like an, a street scene. Looks like Hogwarts. Yeah, it's kind of like Harry Potter. It is. We pretty much have put through most days about 2,100 people a day, 2,100, 2,200 people a day. So we put through 50 people every 15 minutes. So that's how it works. And then how long does it typically take to cycle through 15 minutes? Uh, about an hour. Hour. Okay. Yeah, no. So you basically, every 15 minutes, there's a new group coming through. On my journey, I did bring with me the bust of the lovely Lady Raisinette, whose hair and skin is as soft as her soul. But avoiding cannibalism, we switch our attention. The sweetest thing in here is she. For this is Jackie Sorkin, the creator, the queen, and the ruler of Candytopia. And she was so enthralled with your enthusiasm. Yes, even your enthusiasm, handsome one that she's letting all of you into Candytopia with the treasure. Well, this is dinner for me, so this is delicious. We'll let you have another one if you like. <laughs> I mean, this is a three-course meal for oh, me. I'm going to feel so good My later tonight. Is- and with that, everyone, make your way into the taxi tonight and begin your track. Woo! Thank you. Oh, shoot. The taffy tonight. Go, go, go! Go, do it! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Uh, Alright, so we went through the Taffy Tunnel. <laughs> How much fun was that? <laughs> so now you're entering the main factory. Okay. As you come, as you can hear, it's a factory. Candy Topia! 
What's this? Caramel apple pops. All right. They're really good. So I there's. Realize, a, I didn't realize this until like month two. I was like, oh my god, these are great. So oh yeah, these are my favorite. There's a candy in every room. Yes. Oh god. We give away 700,000 free candy samples every single month per location. 700,000. So we're in the art gallery. I see an Andy Warhol. Uh, I see a Da Vinci. We got uh, Van Gogh over there. All these famous artworks that are made out of candy. Starry Night, right here. And the thing about our candy is you can touch it all. That's the beauty of this. You can touch all of it. So Starry Night, and it's made with licorice and taffy. taffy. And it's amazing. Little Skittle rocks and all kinds. So of who stuff. made this? Do you like a my partner, No, my partner Jackie Sorkin. So she's the candy queen. Her and her team make all the candy sculptures. So everything you think here, and candy-wise, she makes. And then my partner, Zach Hartog, does all the big installations. So he's the one who builds it all. Wow. It's pretty amazing. All right, confetti is falling everywhere. Oh my god. And what do we do? We're covered in confetti right now. Covered in confetti. We're, how do I look? <laughs> Looks fantastic. Never better. All right, Taylor and Ari are posing in this swirly candy area. So everything here is designed to look awesome as a photo. God, that's amazing. That's really cool. So you walk in and you say that's cool, but when you see it on film, it's really it looks cool. hyper real. So everything here is designed to look even cooler on film. Hundred percent. So it's really just it's a great optical illusion, you could say. Yeah. All right, now they're just getting out all of their angst in the ballroom. There are these huge Candytopia beach balls that are as big as me. All right, we're entering the marshmallow pit. This is, it's a swimming pool filled with marshmallows. Now that's what they look like. They're not actually marshmallows, but. Any like cell phone on you, just hold on to them tightly because people have lost their cell phones inside the pit and we will not be able to find them at all. Okay, so, like how many cell phones do you think are at the bottom of that <laughs> thing? Like, it's probably a lot. We're just gonna wait in real quick. All right, guys, one, three, everybody say candy. One, two, three, candy. You're interacting with, with, as you said, marshmallows. You're interacting with confetti. You're interacting with big giant balls. But it's just really a special, magical place that everyone's welcome. And people just generally have a great time and cannot stop smiling. And I saw you. You cannot stop. It's, it's, it's almost impossible to be angry in that place. Oh, no, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. So. Um, people buy tickets in advance. How much are tickets? Tickets in New York and San Francisco are $34 for adults, $26 for kids, uh, 4 to 12. And for that, you go through a series of experiences that takes, what, like an hour, hour and a half, something like yeah, that? Yeah, about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Okay. Like that. And uh, so the business model is you've got the tickets and then you've also got retail component. Correct. So at the end is that you've got kind of a big candy store and gift store. Um, not to get too personal in the business model, but where are you making uh, most of your revenue from the tickets, from the retail? 
the bulk, a lot of the revenue obviously comes from ticket sales because uh, people are pre-buying ahead of time. And, you know, we're sold out in, mo in most cities by the time we're midway through, if not sooner. So then you do the retail, which is basically averaging for our three locations. We were in Santa Monica first, and then San, uh, New York, and then San Francisco. So we're averaging roughly 2,000 a foot in retail sales. That's just pure candy, um, trinkets, those kinds of things, apparel. Um, and then we also give away 700,000 free pieces of candy every single month per location. So you get candy in every single room. So as you know, on the, you're on a sugar high by the time you leave Candytopia. There's more candy than you can eat, but you can, I guess you can take it for later. Um, so it kind of, you know, it kind of feels like a Willy Wonka-esque experience. How did that come about? Were you just one day, hey, we should create a candy traveling circus? What, how did you do, what, who did this? So my partner, uh, Jackie Sorkin, she's a Hollywood candy queen. And uh, she and I met pretty much two years ago. And she had done a smaller installation of, of candy art in Taiwan. And she was working on something for China at that point. And she had this idea and she says, I've always wanted to do this, this candy magical place. And we ta started talking and I started running some business model and looking at the numbers and seeing that this was, could be really something interesting. And we had a different name to start and then we converted the name to Canytopia. And once we changed the name to Canytopia, we absolutely loved it. And we met our third partner, his name is Zach, uh, Zach Hartog. And Zach basically is the fabricator. He's the one who's created this masterpiece, this magical place. The three of us sat down together um, in August last year and laid it out in two days, which you see as Candytopia today. But what's beauty, beautiful about Candytopia is that we're constantly iterating and learning, right? So as we go from city to city, we know what works, what doesn't work and then making the changes. So we constantly are trying to up the game, introduce new things, but I liken it to the three of us, it was magic in a bottle when we got together because we're all very, very, very different. So uh, just putting us in a room together and getting it done was pretty magical and then we got it done. So taking three very different, unique backgrounds and combining them, and you're the, you're the retail guy, that's yeah, your background. Correct. Yeah. I was the CEO of, of multiple different retailers. So, you know, having, and I'm also more a merchant as well. So having the three different creatives, because I like to think I'm creative as well, but they are very, very, very creative and understanding where their head goes, it's, uh, it's pretty wild. So talk, let's talk about the real estate a little bit, how big, uh, is the current location and is that your ideal size? Well, in New York City, we're at 26,000 square feet. Um, we really ideally, where we are in San Francisco, which is 16,000 square feet, is kind of what we love in terms of the space. Both of them are great, but it, there's an intimacy in San Francisco that it's a little bit smaller and you feel a little bit more connected to the rooms and the atmosphere. And what's the ideal uh, location? Is it all city centers? Yeah, we look at major cities. That's kind of what we're looking towards. Uh, I think that's the most thing that makes the most sense for us. Um, you know, we want to be in places, that, aspirational places, you know, uh, also inclusive, not necessarily exclusive spaces. And, and we've had some amazing locations so far, our first three. And I don't know if you know, but we just announced uh, Minnesota and Atlanta uh, yesterday. Those are the two that will be moving from New York and San Francisco. Okay, so uh, Minnesota is going to be at Mall of America. Correct. Uh, where in Atlanta are you going? We're going to be in the Buckhead area. We're going to be announcing the exact location very shortly, but we'll be in the Buckhead area. So do you think, uh, now that Mall of America location, that I start my wheels start turning in my head, you know, 
Uh, we've got malls all over the U.S. that probably love to have something like Candytopia. Do you do you feel like a mall, like you'd be going to a lot of malls, or is it really just a place like the Mall of America that's a real no, attraction? No, we, we, we were in Santa Monica Place, and that was a mall. We were crossing Bloomingdale's, and we drove a lot of traffic to that mall, particularly, and their business was extremely, it was way up from when we got there. And I think that's what we found is we love to have the traffic within that mall area. It has to be the right mall. It has to be the right location. As you know, location, location, location. But um, we feel like that where it makes the most sense, we'll do that. And where the location, we like to have density around us. That's very important for us. And it's so it's a it's a traveling circus, basically. You do three months at a time. Uh, roughly four to five months. Okay, four months, four to five months at a time. Um, advertising do you do a lot of advertising most of our ads are done basically digitally so we do a lot of social and, and digital ads that's that's basically the bulk of it um, you know our 90 percent of our guests are locals so today we'll obviously look in as we go to different centers and different locations going forward but so for us it's about really advertising on social media and, and that seems to work really well for us so it's and I think that's really interesting that the one might assume that it'd be a lot of out-of-towners coming, but it's really local people who are just looking for something fun to do. Correct. And that's the beauty of Katopia. It's for all ages, as I said earlier. And uh, I think that's what makes it really magical. You can have millennials and Gen Zs, and you have mom and, and strollers. And, you know, you can, during the day, can be that group. And then at night, it turns into a whole different group. So it's a place to go. It's fun. Uh, you can go as a family and just enjoy it. It doesn't matter. And... Uh, so, yeah, I think in, for us, the locals have found us through social media, and then you know, we obviously have gotten some tours, but, but nothing. Is there an opportunity for maybe in an Orlando or a Vegas to do some kind of permanent Candytopia, uh, you know, where the what has a real good exchange of tourists? I mean, is that in your sights at all? I think we're looking at that. I think for us, it was a matter of getting the first one open and then getting and running that well. We're still learning. And then getting the second one open, doing the same thing, and, and now we'll be running the third installation we'll, we'll be opening uh, in April. So we'll have three of these running simultaneous. I think we've learned a lot, and if the opportunity in a certain location makes sense to do a permanent one, we would look at it. Not to say we would or we wouldn't, but we have a lot of strategies and, and plans of what we want to do with Canytopia. So you said you, you learn, you're learning a lot. What are some of the, you know, in creating something so unique like this, what have you learned to, that, that you say, oh, we're not going to make that mistake again? I think it's a matter of the rooms, the layout, the timing, um, the guest experience. I mean, we're very fierce around making sure the guest experience is great and that people are having a great time. So we, we look at our feedback constantly. And I'm on the floor a lot just to make sure that we, you know, we're living up to what the Canytopia is. So I think that, I think we've really done well with our Canytopians. That's what we call our employees. And, and they have a good time. I think you saw them last night. They interact with the guests really well. And we just want them to be happy and have fun. So learnings, we constantly are learning for us. And that's, that's the beauty of this is we're very agile. We don't have a lot of people in headquarters. And we just make decisions quickly and, uh, and learn. That's interesting. So... When you're hiring for, for your Candytopians, um, are you, it's, it seemed very theatrical in a lot of ways. Are you hiring like theater people or where are you getting, or, and how are you training them? We're, we're hiring a lot of different people. So we have some people that are actors and actresses, especially when we were in LA. <clears throat> 
And then we have people that want to be actresses and actresses. Some think they are better than others. But I think it's a matter of having that interaction, training them. So we give them a training, some rigorous training that they go through before they are put on the floor. Um, and just trying to make sure that they're enjoying themselves. I mean, the most important thing is they have to be happy. They have to be happy working here at Canyotopia, and they have to be, because if the guests see that. I mean, it's, that interaction is so important between the Canyotopia and the guests. And if they're not engaging, it's a different experience for them. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a series of unique environments. What's your favorite room? Describe your favorite room in Canyotopia. Well, I love the confetti room. Because to me, it's the most fun. So if I'm on the floor, the place I'm in is confetti. I'm just dumping confetti on people. That's what I think you saw me. I just completely, I know how to douse the whole room with confetti and change the whole dynamic of it. So it's fun shooting the confetti cannons at people. And everybody's happy when they're in, in the confetti room. It's just It was a shocking amount of confetti <laughs> raining down upon us. Correct. Uh, this morning when I, uh, or I'm sorry, last night when I got my wallet out of my pocket, a little confetti oh. fell out of my back pocket out of the floor. I'm sure it was in other places as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Now, you guys do conveniently have blowers set up Correct. where people can then, you know, stand in front of it and get the, the confetti blown off of them, which I thought was really thoughtful. Well, that's a perfect learning. We didn't have that in Santa Monica, right? So we learned, we're like, okay, somebody came up with the idea to put a fan out because it was warm in, in New York. So we put the fan there and we both looked and people were using the fan to blow themselves off. We're like, oh, there's a good idea. So we did a decompression chamber of confetti. Oh, that's so smart. That's cool. I think my favorite room was the, the pool of um, uh, marshmallows. And they're not really marshmallows. They're these little, I don't know, squishy things that kind of look like marshmallows. But uh, I had fun jumping in there. It was pretty cool. It's fun. Yeah. And it's... it's, it's I think you, people interact with everybody in that pit, as you saw, right? It's just sort of everybody just, it's just, it's a giant marshmallow pit and, and it's really comfortable. I can tell you, I've taken several naps through the course of the year in Canytopia's marshmallow pit. So. Oh, I, I could believe it. Yeah, it kind of, it's a unique feeling of all these little marshmallows on your body. It was very it's cool. almost like a massage kind of like, because yeah. the way it's shaped and you're kind of moving. You know, this is a new business model for you guys. <laughs> Open up marshmallow pit exactly. massages exactly. at, you know, local shopping centers. Very cool. Exactly. Um, so what's the, I mean, do you think this kind of thing is like kind of the future for retailers? Do they need to start, does everybody need to start creating experiences like this? I think there's a balance. Um, I think that Retail, I call it shoppertainment, shoppertainment, and um, I think not everybody has to be that, but I think there's an element that people want to bring people back to the mall, this entertainment value, whether it's restaurants or, or what we do or what other people do. Having that mixed with the right assortment of retail, I think it creates that, as well as the retailer is also thinking about how do I engage my guests or my customer in a way that's more experiential. So whether it's augmented reality, whether it's three, you know, 3D body scanning, those kinds of things are going to be really important because that's how traffic is going to get back to mall. Obviously, a lot of traffic is done online. It's just where the business has progressed. I do think if there's a reason to go to the mall, to have that community, because when I was at Wet Seal or Charlotte Russe, you know, it was a very junior customer, and they would all shop in a pack together and they would go make figure eights around the mall with their friends. Their phone is their friend now, right? So you have to figure out how to make that phone 
user-friendly in that world of the mall where they're doing something with it, right? So it's experiential in any which way. And I think that's how it'll convert itself. You know, I think that's probably the secret recipe of hopefully the reinvention of, of the next phase of the mall. You guys, speaking of the phone, you guys are doing some cool stuff with, with your app. Talk, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so we just launched the app uh, three weeks ago. But we have a thing called Sugar Rush, which is if you give us your email address at the beginning of the experience, and basically there's four picture opportunities where it takes a picture from above. You, you scan your barcode, you know, we count down 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Picture goes, it goes directly to your email address immediately. So it gives you that element of a picture you can't get anywhere else, and it's already in your phone. Then we also just introduced, we've been working on for like five months, um, augmented reality. So there's two picture opportunities where augmented, where the dragon has a, now uh, you put your phone up towards it, it has a rainbow above it, clouds going by, and shooting fire skittles onto the floor. So it's, and it's going at you. So it's integrating that and also our dope art, which basically has candy coming at you. Um, so that's experiential. And then obviously, well, not obviously, but we also have AR around our coasters. So we have this four, uh, set of four coasters that we sell and have each of them have AR capabilities that you take at home. So you're experiencing Candytopia when you get home. So that's the constant stuff we constantly are doing to iterate and to learn. So we'd want to be ahead of everyone in terms of technology where we can be. And it's so, it's so cool. Uh, Candytopia, everybody who visits is a marketer for Candytopia because everybody's going to post photos. Well, were you telling me there was a music video that was recently filmed there? Yeah, so we've had a lot of different filmings. Kids Bop uh, just filmed a video last week. So, you know, they came in and, and did some things with our set that was um, interesting and did some different colors. That I'm like, this is a great idea. We should do that. And we, were end we ended up doing it three days later. So we're just learning, as, as I say, as we go. But also we had a manufacturer who did his fall 2019 uh, had a fashion show and had all his all the CEOs and retailers come through, and each room was a different brand that they that they that they have, and it was wildly attended, and it looked amazing. So we just got some ideas around that. Um, we do do private parties and we do do other different screenings and music videos that we've shot through different elements in Canatopia. That's cool. So you're here you're here today at the ICSE New York conference just getting the word out there. Is that kind of your focus, your role is just making people aware of Candytopia and, and going out and finding the next location? No, I think you know, we only have three people and my two partners are, are partners with us and we have three full-time employees in Candytopia. So we're all running around pretty much crazy, all five of us are running around and uh, you know, that's what makes it fun and unique. So we all do everything. So it's, there's no job we won't do and including picking up trash and the marshmallows and everything else. So it's a, it's a team effort, but we all have fun and it's uh, sort of looking for all opportunities. That's awesome. So I think, it, yeah, I think in summation, I, you know, I've never been to a place quite like Candytopia. So you guys definitely have something going on. Um, very interesting. The theater uh, of retail, shoppertainment, as you said, I think there's really a lot to be said for that and just getting away. People, so often what they buy is a commodity. They want to have a fun experience when they're out there in the world. So thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you very much. It was great. Thanks. Awesome. Appreciate it. 
For our listeners out there, if you have a comment on today's show, you can leave a message on the Where We Buy hotline, and we'll use it on an upcoming show. Give us a call at 602-633-4061, and be sure to tell us your name and where you're calling from. You can subscribe to Where We Buy on your iPhone, Android, podcast app, whatever you got. Pull up Spotify. We're there, too. Just search for Where We Buy. Or you can even go to our website, which is wherewebuy.show. And a special thank you to ICSC that worked with us to make this live podcast possible. Awesome. We're done. Excellent. Very cool. Thank you. Good? Yeah.